The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that is basically run by an unfeeling robot and is now getting yelled at because of that unfeeling robot. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating what would have been his 52nd birthday today. Happy birthday to Yokozuna. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. That was, Throwback. That was a, a person... During my wrestling phase, mm-hmm. I was legitimately frightened of. Oh God, yeah, because he was like four hundred pounds and it was, yeah, and he fierce. It was a, he uh, was awesome. Yes. Uh, happy birthday to Ali Son Becker and my large Brazilian adult son, Roberto Firmino. Oh, how about that? More also, important. fun fact about Yokozuna, Samoan, not not Japanese, not Japanese. Man, it was the eighties. It was the 80s. <laughs> Very much the 80s. And sitting to my right, that voice that you hear, the Tom Servo to my crow, our West African prince, Ishmael Johnson. You've anybody? Had You've had better. Anybody? A Mystery Science Theater 3000 reference? It's coming back. Anyway. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. 51 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 633, 633, the number of hits for Mitch Moreland in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. That is a uh, guy who had some big hits in the playoffs, if I remember correctly. On today's show, guys, we are going to um, announce the nominees for the Barry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coaches of the Week, as well as the winners of the iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In the back half of the show, we'll be joined by the head coach of the 4-1 Azel Hornets. Max pointed this out to me, and I, I promise you this was not intentional. Back-to-back Green Hornets. Yeah. Uh, oh. We talked with Huntsville yeah. yesterday, Rodney Southern. Wow. Today we're talking with Devin Doris, the head coach uh, at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Azel. Okay. I did not even realize it when I was like, oh, you know, Azel's off to a really nice start. Four and one. They've been yeah. over four and six last year. I've already matched her win total. You know, I don't think we've ever talked to Coach Doris. I just booked him. And this morning, you G-chat me and say, yeah. by the way, another Green Hornet. <laughs> so I, there can't be that many Green Hornets, can there? Like, you got a lot of yellow. Find out Thursday <laughs> on this Unintentional Green Hornet Week on Texas Football Today. We'll get into that coming up here in just a little bit. Um, yesterday, I watched Monday Night Football, um, as as one does. Big day for sports yesterday. Really nice, really nice day for live sports. Oh, yeah. You had two, um, you had two tiebreakers in baseball. Uh, plus, we've got a wild card game tonight, right? Is it well, today? Yeah. No? yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. NL wild card yeah, game tonight. Yeah. Uh, but I, I went um, Cubs-Brewers, followed by... Uh, Dodgers and Rockies, followed by uh, Chiefs and uh, um, who they play? Broncos. Broncos. Chiefs and Broncos. Yeah, um, an excellent game. And I was struck consistently. There was a moment where the mo- the the preeminent individuals in in every play for like six minutes yeah. all played Texas high school football. Right. It was, pre- it was pretty interesting to watch that kind you, of. 
you had yeah you had two quarterbacks mm-hmm. who were play who played Texas high school football. Two uh, different types of quarterbacks. Too. Two very really, different. Really, types. really cool. Uh, you had Case Keenum from mm-hmm. Abilene Wiley, and you had Pat- Patrick Mahomes um, from White House. Both Dave Campbell's Texas football cover boys, uh-huh. um, as well as and then like. Um, at one point, he was com- like uh, Mahomes was. Uh, there's one other guy on on. Um, for, well, he was being pursued mm-hmm. very vigorously by Von, Von Miller, Miller. <laughs> who played at DeSoto. Yeah, uh, and then the Broncos got the ball back. Case Keenum threw the ball to Cortland Sutton, Sutton, who went to Brenham, uh, threw it to Emmanuel Sanders, who went to Belleville. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably like three or four other Texas high school football products that I'm totally blanking on. Right, but it it was weird. Like it, it's not like, and they weren't like it wasn't like the left guard, right? It yeah, was the quarterbacks and the receivers and the pass rusher. Like it was like the impact players, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it was. Yeah, like there's. There's often linemen. Yeah. Or, like, there's a linebacker out there, and you go, right. hey, there he is. You know? But this was, like, over and over. Oh, um, Armani Watts was oh, on wow, the field yeah. uh, from North Forney. He was out there. Yep. It was bananas. That, like, it was a big night for Texas high school football on, on Monday Night Football, which is, uh, I would love to know the last time that there was a matchup of Texas high school football quarterbacks on Monday Night Football. Hmm. If only there were some sort of series of tubes which held significant amounts of of, of information. Um, I mean, Case Keenum started a few games for the Vikings last year. He started the latter half, or most of it. I want to say most of the season. Most of the season. Um, uh, oh, hold on. A dr- Vikings and the Saints played last year. Was that late? Oh, uh, but that was but that wouldn't be on Monday Night Football. That was a playoff game, right? No, no, no it was a, it was a Monday Night Football. Uh, I know Bradford started. We almost had it. We almost had it. We almost had it. We'll find it. If you can find it by the time we get to final thoughts, uh, a shiny gold star for you. We'll mail you a gold (laughs) star. Anyway. That worked. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. You got me looking for this now. I know. Well, you need something to do while I do these reads. (laughs) let me produce on the fly. Max, you have everything you need for the I, guests? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Huh. As, as folks who watch or listen to this show know, we just kind of... Like, the producer's on camera, too, so it's like... I, I assume you gave me a phone number somewhere along the I did. The there's, nobody, there's, nobody, um, <laughs> there's nobody behind the scenes. You're seeing everybody. <laughs> All right. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor coaching and uh, to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year not decided at year's end. The nominees for the Week 5 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week... Laredo Alexander defensive coordinator Bo Gonzalez. The Bulldogs' defense was suffocating in its matchup with crosstown rival Laredo Johnson, holding LBJ to just 26 yards of total offense in a 30 to nothing victory. Brock offensive coordinator Cody Worrell. The Eagles exploded offensively, notching 445 yards of total offense, including 292 on the ground in a 49-18 win over district rival Pilot Point. Lubbock Cooper defensive coordinator Kanan Kitchens. The Pirates' defense was fearsome despite crossing the border into New Mexico, holding Clovis, New Mexico, to less than 3.5 yards per play in a dominating 40-2 victory. And Atascacita offensive coordinator Jay Blaine Orr. The Eagles rang up 63 points in the first half 
en route to a 453-yard performance and a 77-0 romp over Pasadena Rayburn. So those are your Darian Max, Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees, Laredo Alexander Defensive Coordinator Bo Gonzalez, Brock Offensive Coordinator Cody Worrell, Lubbock Cooper Defensive Coordinator Keenan Kitchens, and Umble Atascacita Offensive Coordinator Jay Blaine Orr. You can vote now. We've tweeted the poll at DCTF. You can vote there or check out TexasFootball.com slash Max. Also, Dave Campbell's Texas Football in partnership with iCoach is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Inspirational Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized throughout the course of this program uh, typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful both on and off the field. The Week 5 iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Week in 6A, Kirk Thor from Mansfield Lakeridge. The Eagles made believers out of the entire state with a thrilling 34-29 win over Powerhouse DeSoto, scoring with six seconds left to move to 4-1 and in their first season as a 6A program. In 5A, Brad Butler from Alvin Shadow Creek. The Sharks made quite the statement, stunning state-ranked and previously unbeaten Angleton 35-14 to move to 4-0 and on the year in their first varsity season. In 4A, Ray Biles from Lorena. In a battle of state-ranked teams, the Leopards rolled past Fairfield to remain unbeaten with a 41-13 victory. In 3A, Bradley Morgan from Buna. The Cougars opened District 12-3A Division I play in impressive fashion, taking down previously unbeaten Orangefield thanks to a fourth-quarter surge to remain undefeated on the season. In 2A, Stephen Cherney from Shiner. The Comanches continue to make their case as the top team in Class 2A with a 21-20 road victory over state-ranked Goliad, one of the state's preeminent 3A powers. And in 1A, Jamarcus Ashley from Calvert. The Chief Trojan guided his squad to a stunning upset over Oakwood, 46-35. So those are your Week 5 I coach inspirational coaches of the week in 6A Kirk Thor from Mansfield Lakeridge and 5A Brad Butler from Alvin Shadow Creek in 4A Ray, Bile, Ray Biles from Lorena in 3A Bradley Morgan from Buna in 2A Stephen Cherney from Shiner and in 1A Jamarcus Ashley from Calvert. Congratulations to all the coaches and thank you for all you do for players, schools, and communities. For more information, visit texasfootball.com slash coach of the week. Have you figured it out? Yes, I have. Oh, <laughs> here we go. And now we go to Ishmael Johnson for today's answer to a dumb question I just came up with. The last time two Texas high school football quarterbacks started in Monday Night Football, December 21st, 2015, Lions versus Saints. Oh, there Stafford and Drew Brees. Stafford and Drew Brees. Who won? I imagine the Saints. Uh, no, it was the Lions, 35-27. How like about a game. that? Okay. You learn something new every day. There you day? go. Yeah. Welcome to our little fun fact factory yeah. here. Our and fun factory. The only problem with a light Tuesday show now is we have like three minutes to burn. I know. That's why I was thinking. As I was, re- I was like, I yeah. should read this this read slower. Yeah. But I didn't. Um, so I will say this. One thing I want to put out there, and I guess I, uh, I guess I mentioned, like I, we, we kind of teased it off the top. So yesterday, I tweeted out what the computer projections, what the computer uh, rankings right now have oh, oh, oh. as the projected state title games. Yeah. Um, some of them are unsurprising, I think. For example, uh, I believe in, um, in let's see, what, what's, what's an example of one that would be unsurprising? Um, okay, 5A Division 2. Elite, well, no, never mind. That's when they got people going. Uh, Longview <laughs> and Westlake in 6A Division 2. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's relatively unsurprising. Um, Wellington and Mart in 2A Division 2, I think very unsurprising, yeah. right? But there are a couple things that got people up in arms. For example, um, Galena Park North Shore. 
is projected to play in a title game, meaning that they would beat whoever comes out of Region 4, likely either Lake Travis or Converse Jetson at this point, to play Allen. There were Lake Travis fans who took umbrage to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Lufkin and Hutto is an interesting matchup. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. You, you, you basically got Hutto, Highland Park not making it back to a title game. Uh, we've been believers in Lufkin for a long time, and the computer really believes in them. Uh, the one we've heard a lot about is Alito and Manville. Um, Alito and Manville is, is one that people are getting up in arms about because, I think because Fort Ben Marshall beat Manville. Right. Um, guys, I got to tell you something <laughs> about these computer rankings. And there's a word, there's a key word when I say computer rankings in there. Um, is it ranking? And I, and I don't know if you can spot it. Actually, it's not. Oh, okay. I want to go to the other one. It's computer. Oh, okay. It's computer. Thanks. They're done by a computer, guys. If you're mad at these, you're mad at math. <laughs> is what it is. Now, you can certainly argue as to whether or not the formula is accurately projecting what things are going to go. But don't yell at me. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't tweak them. This is, this is just the computer working its magic. And so basically, I, will, I can explain, by the way, why it has Manville over Fort Bend Marshall despite Marshall's win over Manville earlier this year. First and foremost, uh, the computer doesn't know that Malik Hornsby's on the team now, right? Yeah. That's one thing. The computer doesn't know that. Um, and secondly, Manville has played a very tough schedule, and they have two losses by a combined three points to top five teams. So the computer is not giving up on Manville right now. Furthermore, like Marshall hasn't necessarily they haven't played the same the same caliber of schedule that Manville has. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe cool out a bit, guys. I promise you, it's going to be okay. I don't know. I mean, I think Brent Homan makes a good point here, and that it will just always be your fault, Tepper. It is what it is. No, it's, it's Math's fault. No, it's your fault. No, I think we need to blame Math. You hate my favorite team. Mm. That's that's true. Therefore, the computer is on your side. You have it, a can be, bias. it can be two different things. I do hate your favorite team, <laughs> but this is independent of that. <laughs> I hate your favorite team, and I will express that in more creative, like, yeah. you know, um, le- what's the left brain versus the right brain, whichever is the creative side. <laughs> that side. That yeah. side. This is the right brain side, where it's right. just, oh, it's very data-driven. <laughs> This is a, I don't know. So don't get mad at me. Get mad at the disrespectful robot. Sure. That's what it is. Okay. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. A lot of reasons to do that. Let me give you a few. One is that you get two magazines. That's actually two reasons. I should have split that up. Two reasons there. Two magazines. You get a 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Recruiting, profiling more than 400 prospects around the state from the class of 2019, which are kids who are seniors right now, all the way to the class of 2022, which are kids who are freshmen right now. I know that seems insane, but we are insane. You get that mailed directly to you right after Thanksgiving. You also get... Pre-order for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the 400-page magazine that profiles every high school football team, college football team, pro team, recruiting, the Bible of Texas Football. You know what it is. You're watching the show. Um, you get pre-order for the 2019 book. Don't run around to Walmart, H-E-B, Brookshire's. Uh, we will instead mail it directly to you. Subscribers got it a week early last year, so that's something. 
You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team from the aforementioned Disrespectful Robot. Um, you get that. That's up on the site right now. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game, which is going up tomorrow on the site. You get a season's worth of Tep and Step, our high school football insider podcast from Matt Step and I. The new edition is going up this afternoon. Um, you also get recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, uh, exclusive coach interviews, Texas Football Today extras, Ishmael will send you a signed 8x10, um, all, <laughs> all that stuff. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start signing you up for more things like to do with this subscription. Sure, site. everything I just listed, including the eight by ten of Ishmael Johnson, for low low price. You don't. You don't want that. For low low price. <laughs> I gotta tell you, if somebody signs up and then sends me an email saying I want that eight by ten, we'll make it happen. Uh, all that for the low low price of nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's go to the. Built by Nature hotline to talk with the head coach of the four and one Azel Hornets. We're joined by Coach Devin Doris. Coach, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank how, you. How are things in beautiful Azel, Texas? Oh, it's good. Hey, I was wondering if I could get an eight by ten for uh, coming on the show today. You know what? <laughs> Guess what? Congratulations, Coach. You've now given me something to do for the rest of the day. No, we're All gonna right. have to make this happen. Um, All right, Coach. Coach, I'm, uh, first and foremost, um, I'm I'm really interested in, in in what happened after Week One. You guys, you guys go and you go on the road. You take on a tough Grapevine team uh, in Week One. You, you fall 38-14. No shame in that. That's a good Grapevine team. But since then, something's clicked. Um, and you guys have been playing really well, really differently than we've seen from, from you guys at least last year. Um, what is it that, from your point of view, that changed after week one? Um, we've always played really good defense in Azel, um, uh, and we have uh, changed offensive coordinators this year, and we've got a new offensive coordinator. And when you go into your first ball game with a new offensive coordinator and a new offensive and a new quarterback, and, and we just didn't click very well that first game, to be quite honest with you. And we left our defense on the field for a really long time, and Grapevine kind of tempoed us up there in the second half, and our kids got tired, and the score kind of got further apart the longer the game went. But uh, since then, I think our kids are just getting better offensively every week. Um, we are uh, getting more comfortable in the system. The quarterback's getting more comfortable and doing his job. And um, and our defense is uh, playing pretty dang good football. Yeah, your defense has been fantastic. It was especially good uh, last week with a 45-7 romp uh, over, over a good Arlington Heights team out of Fort Worth. Um, you know, is there is there one thing in particular about that defense that has really stood out to you, or is it just a, a whole team effort? Um, if you watch us play, uh, you can tell that our, our kids play with uh, unbelievable effort. Um, we're probably not perfect on every fit and perfect on everything we do, but they play 11 guys as hard as they possibly can. Um, and it shows up on tape, and it, it corrects mistakes. Um, and if we can continue to do that, play with just great effort, um, I think we'll uh, we'll be uh, we'll have a chance to uh, to win most of the games we play. Well, you're off to a four and one start after uh, you know a, a kind of an up and down bit of a difficult year last year at four and six. You've already matched your win total from last year. Um, but, you know, on paper coming back, you know it, it was it looked like a, a team that that 
could be could be pretty good, but but overall there there wasn't anything that jumped off the page at, you, at least from my point of view. And yet you guys are off to this white hot start. Did you have a feeling that this team could be special? Yeah, we have a uh, you know we have a lot of kids that are coming back. Um, you know we had a move in on the offensive line which uh, filled a hole that we had, which gave us uh, five returning starters. Um, um, on the offensive line with the move in, if you include him and starting where he came from, um, we had some move backs. Let's say I had two uh, kids that went straight baseball as uh, juniors um, that just decided, man, um, I need to play football again. And I'm sorry that uh, I didn't play as a junior and uh, two really good receivers to give us some more skill out there. And uh, we returned two last year's sophomore inside linebackers that were, uh, you know, one was his sophomore of the year and defensive player of the year and the other one was a first team all district player um and you know and the old saying if you're pretty good up the middle then you're you're, you're pretty good so um i thought i felt like we had some pieces um and um you know i'm excited the way that it's coming together so far but we got a lot of a lot of work still to do job half done is not done and we're only halfway through the season we're talking with Devin doris the head coach of the azel hornets here on texas football today get involved in the conversation hashtag tf today uh coach one thing that strikes me about your squad is how remarkably young you guys are you got juniors and sophomores all over the field um and yet you know there are some some key seniors for you guys uh, that i know you lean on guys you know you know like uh like bradley crawford uh, you know guys uh defensively uh, like weston Pyle. how important on a team that is getting so much production from juniors and sophomores how important are these seniors to what you guys uh, are, are accomplishing right now Oh, they're uh, they're an integral part of our team. They're uh, they're the leaders of our team. Um, you know, uh, Bradley Crawford broke his collarbone in pregame, mm. in pregame mm. before the first district football game last year. Uh, he had three interceptions in three games going into district, and then didn't get to play a single game. And to to be able to get him back this year um, has been a tremendous boost to our secondary. Um, to have young men like uh, Weston Pyle. Uh, playing uh, really well on the defensive line as a senior. Um, to be able to have a Cooper Mormon, who's a left tackle, uh, you know, be a three-year starter in our center, and Ronnie Lopez, who's a three-year starter, and our left guard, uh, Cade Springfield, who's a two-year starter. To have those guys kind of anchor the team and keep you grounded and keep you focused, um, it's been a tremendous asset to this team so far. You know, one guy who who really jumps off the page at you, I think, when you, when you watch your team is um, is your junior quarterback Dre Owen. This this kid has has really um, seems like taking care of the football. Seems like he's he's kind of been the trigger man for your offense. Uh, a guy who 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 makes good decisions. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with your junior quarterback, what can you tell us about him? Uh, Dre uh, moved into Azel this summer from uh, Flower Mound, and he played some safety at Flower Mound last year, and. Um, you know, when he came in, uh, he started going through our summer workout program and, um, you know, we let him play a little bit of safety in the seven on seven. And I saw him, uh, throwing the football one day and I said, man, have you ever played quarterback? And he said, well, that's what I played in seventh grade and eighth grade, and ninth grade. And I said, well, I think we're going to take a look at you at quarterback. And he said, well, coach, no, I'm a safety. And I said, well, let's just see how it looks like and after the first day of practice he begged me to uh to go back to safety and i said well this is only the first day just keep keep working on it and um he is uh bought in and he has uh 
gotten better every single week um, to see the difference of the way that he played against Grapevine to the way that he played the other night against Arlington Heights. It's a totally different young man. I mean, he's uh, really stepped up to the plate and has grown uh, a lot under the tutelage of our offensive coordinator, Westwood, in the last five weeks. You guys are off to a great start. Most importantly, you know, not only four and one, but three and zero in district. And I know that that's that's the number you're. I'm sure you're you're most happy about. Uh, now this week, uh, a trip to Crowley uh, on the road, uh, a, a game Crowley team. Um, I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan here, but but when you look at what you're up against coming up here uh, on Friday night, what are you seeing? Oh, I see that the Hornets are going to go out there and looking like they're playing the Oakland Raiders. I mean, they're huge. <laughs> they've got some uh, tremendous athletes and spots. They got a six-one, two hundred twenty-five pound running back that uh, seems to run through arm tackles left and right. Uh, they got six-four, six-five outside at the outside receivers. Um, you know, their linebacking core looks like a collegiate linebacking core, like six-four, two thirty-five, six-one, two fifteen. I mean, all across the board. Um, so I know it's going to be difficult. Um, our kids, uh, we have uh, responded so so far this year to all the adversity that we face, and I know that there'll be adversity in the game that we play against Crowley because they're going to make plays. I mean, they're they're talented, and so uh, hopefully we just withstand some of that adversity and um, keep our minds uh, right and stay positive and keep grinding away and um, you know play Azel Hornet football the way we know how, and we'll let the results take care of itself. One last question for Devin Doris, head coach of the Azel Hornets here on Texas Football Today. Coach, um, you're you're a former Tarleton, you're a former Tarleton State Texan, but but more importantly, uh, you are a former Azel Hornet. You know, this is your your alma mater. Um, you've been here since 2010 when he came over as the defensive coordinator from from Boswell, uh, now a district rival. But uh, I got to ask you, you know, there, there are coaches who you know, coaches like their job. The, you know, most coaches will say that they like their gig, but. But you know, from your perspective, is it extra special to be doing what you're doing uh, at, at the place that you, you played? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're a, a young coach trying to get that first head coaching job, you'll take any head coaching <laughs> job you can possibly get. I was just very blessed and lucky to uh, the first head coaching job I got was a, a destination head coaching job for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love working here in this community. I love raising my own children in this community. Um you know, it, it comes with its positives and its negatives. You know everybody in town, and everybody knows you in town. But, uh, but uh, it's definitely a, a pleasure to uh, to be able to work and give back to this community. And like uh, Coach Brock, my head football coach when I was in high school, did for me. Uh, so you're saying that because everybody knows you in town, maybe they're a little bit, a um, little bit more inclined to come up and, and ask you about certain play calls sometimes. Oh, everybody has an opinion, I'm sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's Devin Doris. He's the head coach of the 4-1 Azel Hornets. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on your hot start. Best of luck Friday against Crowley and down the road. All right, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. There he goes, Devin Doris, the head coach of the Azel Hornets. Um, brother of former Texas Tech star Derek Doris, by the way. Um, yeah, they're off to a great start, and 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 I think that win over Arlington Heights, um, you know, puts them in puts them in a good position. You know, this was a team that uh, from the outset. Let me see, where do we have them picked in the in the magazine? Uh, we had them on the uh, we had them sixth in the district, right? Um, but Arlington Heights was one of those teams ahead of them, mm-hmm. uh, and another team that we had ahead of them, by the way, um, South Hills, who they already beat. Oh, so suddenly, you beat Crowley, you're sitting pretty. You're sitting pretty. Look, Boswell's still going to be pretty good. I think Brewers falling back a little bit to earth from what we thought they were going to be. But 
This is, you know, I think this is this is looking like a playoff team. The way they're playing defense is really impressive. So we appreciate uh, Coach Doris hopping on with us and talking a little Hornet football. And you can tune in on Thursday to figure out which other Green Hornet we'll have. <laughs> it's Green Hornet Week. We can just have Seth Rogen from the actual Green Hornet movie. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're actually just going Thursday. We're just doing a screening of the movie. <laughs> and now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Jeez. This is I know. This is supposed to be the easy, quick and painless show of the week and this it, is the fun uh, show. We just found a way way to take another one off the rails. Yeah. Uh, good at that. Good from Robert Wolf. Uh, how big how big do banners have to be to put in your put on the wall in your office? I'm gonna send you guys some Houston Stratford stuff to Spartan up that place. Hey, we'll take it. Hey, we'll take Ooh. it. Uh, these are all T shirts. These are T shirts that so we just have folded a, around if frames. You have a Stratford T shirt. That's that would be that's, best, but yeah. we'll take whatever you can send us. Yeah. Um Let's see what else. But the good, that's the good from Robert Wolf. Uh-oh. The bad from Robert Wolf. He's coming. He said the Astros are going to play the Red Sox in the ALCS, and the Astros are going to win, and Ooh. he might get banned. <laughs> I, I, I don't have time for that. This is number one. I think it's pretty well established. This is not an Astros show. Right. Right. I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. So I'm going to trouble. You know, God bless you. I hope you're enjoying it if you're an Astros fan. I ain't got time for it. I, I'm not going to speak for him, but I ain't got time for it. Not not one bit. Still haven't given money to Omni ever since last year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what anyway. a shot. Yeah. Uh, He's not even going to buy the Travis Scott album. Nope. Yeah, see, right? Uh, <laughs> Just going to see him at ACL this weekend. Yes. Matt McSpadden says that 8 8, eight, eight by 10 might be used to decorate a bathroom. That is a good. Hey. Yeah. Ooh, that is Listen, a good now we've got to get some glamour shots. In Nothing Ish. creepier than saying <laughs> that Ishmael Johnson belongs in everyone's bathroom in America. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> it's not even me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, our buddy Mizael says uh, the last Monday Night Football game with two Texas High School <laughs> quarterbacks was last night, guys. Duh. He thinks he's funny. He does. It's. I know. This is what you've. This is what you've unleashed. So we can't have nice things. This is. This is what you've least unleashed. Um, he also says it is. Well, he he had, he had remarked on the time at noon and said, uh, "And OU still sucks." Which, look, we're not. Longhorns here, but we can all agree that OU still sucks. We can all agree that anything north of the Red River sucks. Yes, I think that's uh, the official stance of Texas football yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pete Flores wants to know uh, who will be the champion in the Southwest Con- Little Southwest Conference. Uh, you need to come back on Friday, and we'll tell you. Mailbag Friday. Mailbag Friday is where you ask those questions, and we would love to answer it. Um, and Daniel Agnew says, hey, don't worry. On the computer projections, the good news is uh, they'll work themselves out when it actually gets settled on the field. That's exactly right, guys. I know. I know. That's the beauty of it. It's difficult for me. Wait, people. we don't We're not. We don't crown the state champ now? No. no, with, no in, fact, in fact, the computer does not crown the state champ. Wow. We don't. We don't hand the trophy to the yeah. teams that got projected in the state yeah. title right Unbelie- now. Yeah. Unbelievably. That, oh, look, I've been pushing the UIL for years for that, but yeah. they won't listen. I just called Hutto today. Oh crap! They were getting oh, their trophy. No. Oh no! Let's. Oh. I guess we got to play the game. Let's talk oh, on no. there. Okay, that's oh, going to do no. it for us. It. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com tomorrow. This week in Cruton with Greg Powers and our weekly conversation with Craig Way, Vince Young. Please meet your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football today. Mm-hmm.